Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey there, I am so excited to sit down with you today. I just want to say this is like one of my favorite things to do is doing this podcast. I love sharing on here. I love having the conversations I get to have on here and teaching and really talking about so many things that I'm so passionate about that are in my heart that I'm constantly learning. And then I get to share them with you on here. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to, I hope, learn something new and learn some new things and know that you're not alone. Um, It is just amazing to me that (laughs) Like, it's super interesting when you are creating something and people want to listen to it. It is just really humbling. And so I want to thank you for listening and taking the time to listen. Today, we're going to talk about feelings and how not all your feelings are real. So I talk a lot about feelings and I'm a huge proponent of feeling your feelings, of processing them and holding space for them. But maybe something that I haven't talked about as much is that even though you are feeling something doesn't mean it's true or even real. It also doesn't mean you have to act from that feeling. And I would argue that it's actually each of our own personal responsibilities to process our emotions and feelings so we don't project them or as I like to think about it, vomit them on to other people in our lives. And this is why feeling your feelings and processing emotions is so important in your life. First, I want to take you through kind of the framework that I look at of everything that creates our lives and our experiences. First, we have the lens in which we are looking through the world. This is like our identity, who we are. This is the way we view things and see things, right? And then when something happens to us, we experience it through that lens that we're looking through. And when we have a thought about that experience, that something that happened that was out of our control, that thing that happened, um, we have the thought and that thought creates an emotion in our bodies. And from our emotions, we take an action. And from our actions, we get what we have in our lives, the results that we have. So focusing on the emotion Like I was saying that the emotion creates the action that we take in our lives. Have you ever heard of the phrase that hurt people hurt people? And I want you to take a moment and think, have you ever felt so angry, say with your spouse or someone else you love, and then you say some things you don't actually mean because you're angry and you just want to, I know you don't intentionally want to hurt them and you're not like, yes, I want to hurt them. But from that anger and from that hurt, you react and respond in a way that maybe you don't mean to because you have so much hurt inside of you. I know I have. 
I used to believe that in order to process my emotions, I had to say and get all of the words out of my head and tell them, let's say for, you know, to, for example, to Justin, that he needed to know everything I was thinking. And I needed to, when I think of it, I, I felt like I was vomiting my emotions and thoughts all over him and kind of like, here's my garbage. And then I'd be like, okay, now you deal with it. I'm good. Right. But what I've realized is that if I process my emotions I'm feeling, rather than projecting them onto him, then we can have a more civilized conversation. And I don't have to say things I don't mean to say. So it is absolutely important to feel and process your emotions. It's important to feel the sensations of anger, of guilt, of sadness in your body. But that's where I want to jump in and ask a few questions. Are the thoughts creating the emotion true? Think about that. What if I just processed this emotion fully and I didn't take any action from this emotion? It, it seems kind of like unreal when like it's really hard to describe, but when you begin to open up to like, what if I could feel something and it doesn't mean it's real. It doesn't have to mean anything about anybody else or me. I don't even have to do anything with it. I just feel it. <laughs> Another thing you can ask yourself, what if my emotions are real and I need to feel them and I don't need to do anything with them? And I don't need to make them mean anything about myself. That's kind of the same thing, but more about, I don't need to make it mean anything about me. So let's take this example. Like if you're listening to this podcast, your child or baby probably died. So let's take that as an example. And it's very hard to see other babies around. Let's say a baby. Maybe you feel a lot of jealousy towards them or anger towards them. And the fact that they still have their baby. And here's the thing. A lot of times when we're in grief, we're like, no, I don't want to feel jealous. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be jealous. And so then we fight it. We resist them. Maybe those emotions come to the surface and we allow those feelings to take over. And you might say things you don't mean. Or... You might not go anywhere because you're scared of feeling those emotions and you don't want to see any babies because you might be triggered. You might feel a lot of sadness. You might feel a lot of pain because we're so scared to feel all of the emotions. You might start to despise yourself for the way you're feeling, saying like, I shouldn't feel this. I shouldn't be jealous. I shouldn't be angry. And so like I was saying, you resist it and fight it and wish you were a better person because good people don't get jealous of other people. Good people don't get angry at other people's, you know, that they have a baby. But do you see how all of these actions and results that come from jealousy or anger you feel, especially when you take action from them? So when you are feeling all of these emotions and you stop going around because you're scared to feel the anger or the jealousy or you don't know how to feel it and you're like, I don't know what to do with it. Or you've had this takeover and you've said things you don't mean. But what if instead of in the same situation, you notice how you feel and you, you are very honest and open 
okay, this is jealousy, this is anger in my body. And instead of resisting it, judging it, being like, what's wrong with me? How come I, you know, can't get a grip on myself? Whatever these thoughts that are coming up with you, you just allow yourself to process the sensations of that in your body. You're like, how interesting. I feel jealous. I feel anger. I feel sadness. And that's okay. Like, it's okay for me to feel these things and you sit with it. You allow yourself to fully process and move through it. How do you think you will respond or react when you just let that emotion pass through you? What if you don't have to believe that it means anything about you? What if it doesn't have to mean that you're an angry person or that you're a bad person or a wrong person because you're experiencing normal human emotions after your baby dies? How do you think you'll feel when you let it flow instead of resisting it and then maybe projecting it onto other people. For myself, I feel like I act way more in the way that I want to act because I process the emotions that could cause me to act in ways that I don't really want to, to act. But I allow myself to feel and then guess what? I might actually be okay holding my friend's baby or going to a baby shower or connecting with people I love because I'm willing and able to process the emotions I'm feeling and even willing to process any sadness or pain that might come up from doing those kind of things, knowing that I can feel this. It's fine for me to feel this. There's nothing wrong with it. And I also don't make it mean anything about me or that there's anything wrong with me or with them. Sometimes we can feel an emotion and feel like the other person is the problem. But once you process the emotion, you can separate the emotion from the person and just notice that you felt the anger and you let it move through you rather than you are angry and it's their fault. I've had this so many times. Um, I'll just say like, for example, when Justin and I have a disagreement and we are I'm very, very angry. I'm very frustrated. I feel hurt. I feel whatever it is. And I tend to make it all his fault. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Blah, 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 blah. And if I were to start spilling out what's going on in my head, I would say very mean things. I have said very mean things. And I've noticed if I like just sit with my emotions and I don't have to make it mean anything about our disagreement or about Justin or about me like it's just okay I'm very angry and then when I process that anger we can come to a place where I can have that conversation and not be blaming him not be saying it's all his fault because I can know that I can take responsibility for my part of it too we can have a very civil discussion but I can take responsibility for what is my part because and I can accept when he says, well, you know, he got kind of frustrated with this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see that because I have felt that that anger or sadness or hurt or whatever I was feeling. And I processed it in in my body in that sense where I could now have a civil conversation with Justin. And in closing, I want to always remind you that this is a practice. I am not perfect at it. I, <laughs> It's a practice I'm doing every day. 
my emotions still get the best of me. I still react from anger or sadness or whatever emotion, but as I've built my capacity to feel and experience my emotions, it gets less and less. And as I've practiced my ability to notice my thoughts and really just kind of it's almost like you step outside of yourself and you watch yourself in different situations and you're like, oh, that's interesting that I do that. Okay. So do I want to keep that pattern up or can I break it? And do I want to break it? Do I want to put the energy into this um, and, and to be able to break it? But I can see the absolute beauty that it is when I feel my emotions rather than react from them. And know that I can sit with my emotions and I don't have to to push or project that hurt onto other people in my life. You can feel shame, anger, guilt, sadness, and you do not have to react to it. It doesn't have to mean anything about anything, about anyone, any, anything. It can just be as simple as that. An emotion, a feeling in your body, energy moving through your body that you don't have to fix, you don't have to do anything with, you don't have to get rid of. All you have to do is learn to sit with it. Simple? Yes, it's simple in theory. It's actually one of the hardest things you can do in your life. So yes, it's a practice. That's all I have today, my friends. If you are looking for some grief support and help, I have a few free workshops on my website. If you go to meganhillica.com workshops, you can find them there. They are available right away. So once you you know, put in your name and email, you can go watch them right away. So, all right, take care. See you next week. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.